God bless everybody. This is Brother Stephen from Countering the Culture Podcast. Just want to welcome you guys out this second episode. Um, today we're going to be talking about the pandemic, you know, the worldwide pandemic, um, COVID-19. Um, but before we do, we just want to start with a word of prayer. So, Brother Abel, if you want to lead us into that. Amen. Praise God. Father God, we just come before you, Lord, and we just humbly ask, Lord, that it may not be us speaking, Lord Jesus, but you, my God, and that everything we say, Lord, is inspired by you, Lord, and we just give you all the honor and all the glory. Bless those who are tuning in right now, my God, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. All right, you guys want to introduce you guys selves again, just so everybody knows who you guys are, Any, anybody that's new that's tuning in. Amen. Anybody that's new that's tuning in, my name's um, Abel Figueroa, just call me Brother Abel. Uh, my name's Nico. Uh, my, this is my brother Stephen and then brother Abel, and I'm just uh, thankful to be here with you guys. Praise God. Um, yeah, so today, you know, we just want to talk about the pandemic, um, coronavirus, and, um, you know, just just talk about what God's put on our hearts about it. You know, um, it's been a difficult time with our, our basically our, our whole country shutting down, the whole world shutting down for a while, and then um, trying to pick, pick ourselves back up, you know, um, our whole economy as, as the United States of America, our state and our city. And, um, you know, it's, it's a difficult time for everybody, I think. But um, the people of God, you know, it's kind of, it's been a struggle. Um, you know, some people have uh, disagreements on whether we think it's a real or fake. But um, I say, you know, regardless of your opinion, if you think it's real or fake, you know, people are hurting out there, the world is suffering, and I think that we have to be that light, and, um, you know, we just have to pray and, and turn to God and, and ask God for answers. It may not be our, what what kind of answer we want or the time that we want, but um, I believe that he will give you the right answer when it's when it's the right time. So uh, I don't know what your guys' thoughts on, on the virus are. You guys want to share it? Amen. Uh, I could share a few things, um, just like in the beginning when everything started to shut down and I wasn't really, I didn't really understand and what, didn't do too much research into it and I just figured, you know, like as a church, we started seeing some of the bigger churches shutting down at, and I figured as a church we weren't going to shut down and um, in the beginning just not understanding what was going on really. Um, it was it was kind of hard to accept that okay we're gonna shut down and we're not gonna be able to go to church and do all these things and uh, I really had to have just like a conversation with pastor and and what he preached on a few weeks ago and it was just perfect what he said um, a few weeks ago when he said that the only reason why he shut down in the first place was to get his head straight and pray mm -hmm. and just ask God for what to do next and and I I never even thought of thought about it through the whole time like. You know, he couldn't act on his own emotions and because, of course, he wants to stay open, but he had to go and ask God. And when God gave him that answer and he reopened the church and and that really opened my eyes a few weeks ago. Amen. So. Any Brother thoughts, Abel? Brother Abel? Amen. And, you know, just to add on that, I thought that, you know, that was really powerful as well, you know, because in the beginning when everything started to happen, it was kind of just like a like a shock. Like, what's 
like yeah. what's happening, you know, like what's like what's going on? Like it was just fine, you know, yeah. a week ago, you know, life was, you know, what we consider normal, you know, just going to our jobs and yeah. you know, just everyday life, you know, going to the store or picking up, you know, food and then then the following week we're on lockdown. We even you know, we my my parents even got married like a few days before yeah. that. Yeah, yeah and it's like you know, what's what's going on? It was kind of not hard to understand. It was just difficult, you know, cuz we've never gone through this yeah. experience, you know, before our our generation has never gone through an experience like this before. So, you know, especially as believers, I think we had a mixed um, view of how to uh, how to look at the situation of COVID-19, you know, because we, we know that God's in control, yeah. you know, so we're like, nah, you know, like, it's just, you know, another virus, yeah. you know, God's in control. Another flu. And, you yeah. know, it's just another flu. And in reality, you know, when you, when we, when I got into prayer, you know, and, you know, our pastor, you know, took the decisions that he did, you know, when the, when the state of California told us, you know, we had to close our churches down, you know, it's like mixed feelings, like, hey, you know, like, we're protected by God. Yeah. Yeah. But just mm -hmm. because we, we sometimes let our feelings interrupt God's process, and that's what I, I took you know, it's like, nah, like, you know, God's got this in control. And in reality, he does got it in yeah. control. But that doesn't mean we should be reckless yeah. in taking precautions. You know, there's nothing wrong with taking precautions. Yeah. And that's what I think a lot of people, um, some believers, you know, struggles with. Like, nah, like, we don't need to wear a mask. Yeah. We don't need gloves. <laughs> you know, like, we're covered by the blood. But in reality, we are covered by the blood. But God also gives us wisdom. Yes. You know? And that's what God was teaching me, and that's what God was teaching, you know, our pastor. And now we know the precautions we need to take. That doesn't mean that we lack faith in God. You know, we still have our faith, but we're being cautious about it. Yeah, and, you know? and, and I think, you know, when this first happened, I'm not going to lie, I I seen it everywhere, and um, yeah. I took it as a joke. You know, I kind of thought of it as like a coronavirus, like somebody just talking about that beer. So that's what I thought. It was just like a joke, and um, I I didn't take it serious at all. all the you know, memes. yeah, all the all the memes that you you see on social media, and and it was just a joke, like another joke, and you keep going about life, and then, like you guys said, like the next week, you know, the state of California, uh, basically the whole country shut down, the whole world, and it's like, okay, well, what do we do now? We're out of work. Um, we're not getting paid. Some of us aren't. Some of us are, but. Um, it was just kind of like a hit, and then, um, you know, to to be honest, kind of, I like I have to admit, like um, when when everything shut down, it was more of like, like I was more concerned about worldly things like sports, you know, like basketball, like what, like how's basketball gonna shut down in the middle of the season, you know, or or any any kind of sport, or now we can't go eat out at restaurants or or go to the movies or do those certain things, and and you know, even though. I did those things like with my brothers and my pastor. We would go watch a movie or go to lunch or something. It was it was still, um, I was more worried about the worldly things than about my church. And I think that was for me that was kind of like sad. I was kind of like a, um, like a slap in the face to God. You know, like how could I how could I put my mind 
on those type of things and worry about those things than to focus on on Christ. And, you know, it's just one of those things where um, you have to come to terms with it and, and what do you do next and what are you going to do with the time off and um, how do you prepare to move forward now that you know things aren't going to be the same for a while, they're going to be pretty different. And, um, yeah, just to add on to that, like in the beginning when things started to shut down and we didn't understand, you know, we weren't really – kind of a struggle, like, between we're covered by the blood of Jesus and, and wisdom, you know. It was back and forth. I know, like, Brother Abel, you know, we've had conversations where we didn't agree, and I could say that I was wrong. I was in the wrong, and um, and it, it wasn't a time – like, when we first started to shut down, it wasn't a time to – like it was a time to stick with our pastors and and constantly communicate and because as a pastor, you know, he was going no one's ever been through this, you know, pastors are going through a pandemic and having to make these decisions and it was a time to be being on his side and just pray for him and continue to pray for him because you can imagine all the stress that was on him because I guarantee you he got calls saying how he was wrong or or people Either way, either decision, he would have got calls. And, and I did text him one day and saying, if you open your church up, you're going to get those, the support and the disagreements. Mm -hmm. If you close your church, you're going to get the support and the disagreements. And either way, you, you just have to listen to what God tells you to do. And it was a time for us to support our pastors and just stand with him. And um, I'm just thankful that, you know, God gave him wisdom and mm -hmm. to also teach us as you know, as he disciples us and just learning from him. And I'm just thankful for my pastors. Amen. Amen. And, you know, just to add on what you were saying, Brother Stephen, you know, back when, um, before the pandemic, we were so focused on worldly things yeah. and we didn't even realize it. <laughs> you know, we didn't, yeah. it was just part of our everyday life, you know, sports, yeah. going Amen. to the mall, you know, going Target. to movies, <laughs> you know, shopping, stuff like that, you know, yeah. that it just, that seemed normal. Yeah. And now that God has removed those things in our lives, we're kind of like, what do we do? You know, that yeah. that was our life, we can yeah. say. Yeah. You know, when God says, you know, trust in me, you know, I'm your life. Yeah. And before the pandemic, we said that, right? Like, oh, we're Christian, you know, we go to yeah. church. Amen. And, you know, we pray and we study, you know, as often as we can. And in reality, those were just things that we said. Like, yeah, we may have prayed, but it wasn't, you know, what God wanted. Yeah, we may have studied, but it wasn't what God wanted. Yeah. You know, God just wanted our heart, you know, and that's all he, he cared about. Yeah. And we just filled it with, okay, you know, we, we put God on a, on a time. Like, okay, I'm going to give God this time, yeah. but, you know, the game's on at yeah. six. We so plan it out. I'm not going <laughs> to give God, you know, that time. So I'll give God an hour here, yeah, I'll give him an hour. and then... I'm gonna watch the game like two, you know, later. Seven thirty yeah, to ten thirty Laker you know, time. I might watch the after, you know, the after game, yeah. and then you know, end it there. Yeah. Yeah. And God's like, no, like, <laughs> I want you. I want your heart. I want your commitment. You know. Amen. And that's one thing that God showed me too, because, you know, I I always went to the movies. I loved going to the movies. And when the movies closed, I was like, ah, oh, you know, like. What Tuesday, am I going to do with that time now? You a know, movie like, on Tuesday night. Like where Tuesdays were movies, you know? And God's like, you know, pray. You know, come to me. Seek me. You know, if I, if I only sought God, I would have understood that 
that's what he was trying to do, and that's what, you know, I've come to the you know, conclusion that that's ultimately what God wants us to do is to seek him in this yeah. time, you know, in this time of worry and uncertainty. And you know, the world's in chaos. It's, you know, it, it wants hope. The world's looking for hope. That's what people are looking for because they're uncertain. Yeah. You know, we've never faced a virus like this, you know, in our lifetime. And so, Amen. you know, it brings worry, it brings fear. But that's the time when God says, I got your attention now. Yeah. Like, now I got you. Because, yeah. you know, we were talking, me, uh, me and the guys, you know, we were talking about this before, you know, before we got on live. Um, we were saying how, you know, when God wants to get our attention, he'll use trials. You know, trials are purpose to get our attention, Amen. to seek after God. Amen. And, and, you know, I think it kind of goes hand in hand with um, Pastor Manny's, uh, like, a sermon today, you know, like, um, who are we without Christ? You know, like, we're nothing, you know, like, w here we are chasing after worldly things, sports, movies, you know, going out. And, and when that's all stripped away, like, like you said, like, what do we do? You know, who do we turn to um, when Christ has been there the whole time? But he kind of, you know, he just one of those things where... Um, like, we, we are nothing. We are nobody without Christ. So we have to get in the word and, and prayer and seek him and, and you know, get all our answers from him. You know, I know that a lot of people are fearful of the virus and some people are careless. And, you know, there's different opinions on, on how to go about it. But um, one thing's for sure, like, like, Christ is the same, you know. Like, we have to, like, go and seek him and, and get in prayer and we will, f we will find out the answers for ourselves. But I think people are just, um, you know, they're, they're scared of, of being uncomfortable. Like, they're comfortable with where they're at and their own opinion. And they don't want to be wrong. And um, I don't, you know, just, just seek God. Amen. And, you know, Pastor's message today was so on point because he said it's not going to be easy. That, that's yeah. what, what the topic was. It's not going to be easy. You know, when Christ calls us, when we have a calling over our lives, you know, it's not going to be easy. Amen. It's not going to be easy in this world, especially since we live in a fallen world. It's going to be even worse. Amen. You know, things are going to get worse. Yeah. You know, this this uh, virus is a precursor of what is to come. Amen. You know, and and it's it's kind of if I could just share something, um, you know, like how you say, well, Pastor talked about this morning, like it's not going to be easy in. Um, you know, about a month ago, I put some posters up in my room, sports, and um, anybody that knows me, I'm a, I'm a big Tupac fan, like I always have been, and, and um, although I don't listen to his music anymore, I just, I had his posters from years ago, and I hung them up in my room last month, and as soon as I hung them up, um, God put it on my heart, so you know, like, those shouldn't be up there, like I'm, I'm idolizing a person, and um, it just, like, he was tugging on my heart to bring them down, and that very day and um you know I, I didn't listen i kept i would go and then from, from you know um one day here and one day there I'd, I'd find myself like looking at them like yeah i i know they need to come down but i'll do it on my time you know because right now i'm comfortable with that you know it's 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 easy for me to leave it up there and um you know it just i talked about it two days ago also with with this with the sister that goes here and and um, this morning, 
I was getting ready for church, and as we were walking up the door, like, God just, like, tugged on my heart, like, take them down before you leave. So I went in my room, and I took the thumbtacks out and took the poster of Tupac and Snoop Dogg down, and I ripped them up. <laughs> I ripped them up, and I threw them in the trash. And, you know, and, and my, dad, my, my dad was like, well, why'd you rip them up? I'm like, you know, well, you can't, you can't just throw them in the trash because what if somebody <laughs> sees them? You know, they can grab them. And then they keep them, and it's just like I can't pass down an idol. Like you, you gotta, you gotta destroy it. You know, like for me, it was a it was a big step in, in my walk because um, it was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable, and it, it was very hard to do. You know, just just being honest with you, it was very hard to do. But um, God got the glory in that. You know, not me. I'm not to boast about myself because God got all the glory. And um, man, I came to church, and we had a. Um, Man, today was just awesome, and, and you know, all, all glory to God. Amen. And, you know, I have a similar testimony to that because, you know, there was this show or a couple shows that I, I like to watch, you know, like I grew up watching them, and um, they were just like a big part of my life. So I had uh, at my wall, I had like posters and like, um, like merchandise, collectibles, all that on my wall. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I came to Christ, and, you know, I started digging more into his word, and I would just look at that wall, and God would just tell me, like, take it down. Yeah. Like, take it down. I was like, no, like, you know, it's fine. Like, I'm not idolizing it, yeah. right? Like, it's just Amen. there. You know, I'm not, like, messing with it, or I'm not, like, bowing down to it. But God was saying, it doesn't matter. It's an idol, because yeah. it's there. You know, you have all this stuff Amen. on your wall. And it was so uncomfortable because I look at it and I just fight it. I'm like, no, you know, I shouldn't take it down. Yeah. You know, like, it's, it's normal. It's like, it's okay. But <laughs> it's not a I big was just deal. saying, take it down. Yeah. Amen. And, you know, I was taking it down. And I was like, ah, I don't know if it's you, God. I was like, no, if it's God, you know, I understand. You know, it's an idol and I have to take it down. And, you know, to the unbeliever, it's like, it would seem like, are you going to take it down for? Yeah, like crazy, like crazy, yeah. Like, no, like, I have to show my commitment to God, because if it's God telling me this, then I have to trust in him and know that he knows what's best for me, you know, and ultimately that step can lead to now, you know, to our current situation is God knows what's best for us. You know, we can't lose faith or lose hope in God, you know, when he knows what's best for us. And I think at times, like, we want to pick and choose, you know, like I threw away my Tupac CDs or deleted off my phone the music and it's just like, well, it's just a poster, you know, it's like I'm not listening to the music anymore, God, so like I don't see nothing wrong with it, but you know, like when God taught you to do something, do it, you know, because he's 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 trying to He's trying to, to better you and, and you know, bless you and, and those things are just getting in the way. I, I know for me, like not to get too much into that topic because It'll be like another topic for another time, but like with the music, I didn't see a big deal about it in the beginning, and then um, I knew I had to change the, the music, and I wasn't. I was still like some days I would, some days I'll go full like <laughs> full worship music, and then the next day I'll play a little bit of rap. And I had all these rap CDs in my car and and my CD changer, and I went to wash my car one day, and I had about like six CDs and like I knew how to get rid of them. So I was thinking about giving it to the guy next to me because he just, I was like, oh, I'll just give it to him. You know, these are good CDs at that time. 
and I thought, and I ended up just throwing them all away because there's no use for it, and um, you can't you can't hold on to the worldly things anymore. You have to fully change, and uh, yeah, just don't want to get into too much of that topic. Amen. But Amen. did you want to cover another no, topic? Um, I just had you know a verse that I wanted yeah, to ahead, share with it. you guys, and it was Exodus chapter nine, you know, verses fourteen, starting from verse fourteen to verse sixteen, and. It reads, for this time, I will send all my plagues on you, yourself, and on your servants and your people, so that they may know that there is none like me in all the earth. For by now I could have put my hand, put out my hand and struck you and your people with pestilence, and you would have been cut off from the earth. But for this purpose, I have raised you up to show you my power, so that my name may be proclaimed in all of the earth. And you know, to get back to the COVID subject, God, God uses you know these situations, these these um, trials, these uh, what's the word? These 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 trials, you know, these diseases, these plagues, to show us His power, you know, and it's not to say that oh, like you know. It's not to, to brag or, you know, it's not God showing off. No, it's to show us that he's ultimately in control. You know, he has the power to give plagues. He has the power to take away plagues. He has the power to give sickness. He has the power to take away sickness. And that's what God wants us, that's what God's revealing to us, that, that God's ultimately the one in control. Amen? Amen. And, you know, just to go off of that also, you know, you talk about how God will show you that he's in control. And, and um, you know, this last month, it's um, been, you know, kind of hard for me. And um, with the with the whole pandemic and, you know, what to, you, you see all the news outlets and you got the uh, political parties going back and forth and um, you don't know <laughs> where to go, you know, and you just see so much of it and, and negative things going on in the news. And for me, it was kind of like pressing on my heart. Like I don't, I don't know where to go. I don't know where to turn to God. Like I don't, I don't know where to give my answers. You know, like um, my one thing that I was going through was like, man, I gotta, I gotta work more. I gotta find, find a way to make more money because if this shuts down again, like I need to, like I need to take care of my household, like my family, and help my family out. But um, these, these past couple of days, God has been. Like ministering to me, just he told me, you know, um, like why why am I worried about tomorrow when I should be worried about today? You know, like do I not trust him? Do I not have my faith in him? You know, with um, fi- finances and you know other things, and and I think that really struck sh- struck me because when you said right now, God God shows that He's in control, you know, and I got that from Him, you know, like I need to I need to stop trying to control the outcome of things when. When I have somebody that's in control that will always look out for me and uh, will have the best interest for me, you know, he, he will never fail me. Amen. Amen. Want to say something? No, I'm good. We go on to the next question if you, if you have another question. And, you know, one, one question that, you know, that I wrote down that we all agreed on um, is that the question that everybody's looking, uh, is asking, and it's why would God allow COVID-19. 
Why would a loving God, a merciful God, allow such a virus? Amen. And, and that's for the believer or non-believer, correct? Even, amen. You know, the believer and the non-believer are asking these questions, yeah. is asking that question. And ultimately, that's what God wants. Yeah. That God yeah. wants to plant that seed that... Just to get somebody, just to get you thinking about it. Just to get yeah. you, just to get us thinking Amen. about him. Yeah. Because even non-believers are saying, why would God yeah. allow this? And boom, they have God in their minds. Yeah. And God's ultimately trying, God's giving us, you know, God wants us to seek him. Amen. Amen. Because... Amen. You know, the Bible says that life is a gift. Life's a gift from God. That's what the Bible says. You know, and I wrote down Isaiah 42, 5. He gives breath. He stretches out the heavens. And, you know, God purposes these things. I said earlier, God purposes trials so we can seek him. Amen. And not, and not us. Because we always, we feel like, oh, we got this. Yeah. You know, we... We have this under control. And when God releases these, you know, these things, these plagues, these um, diseases, it's to say, hey, you are never in control. Because you can't control whether you live or die. Only I can do that. You can't decide, you know, to give anything without my permission. And that kind of hits our ego hard, you know, because... Like you said, we at times we, we try to control the narrative and we think that we're in control. And, you know, like you said, God will come out and show you, like, <laughs> you know, you were never in control. Like, how, how, would, how can you even think that? <laughs> yeah, and, and for this, uh, this virus, like, it does show you that he's in control. He took away all the worldly things, all our entertainment, sports, and all that, so that you would have more time to seek him and, and continue to pray and get in your word. This is not by coincidence, like, oh, all of a sudden all this stuff happened. No, he's giving you that opportunity and take it. Take that opportunity to seek him and just give him your life. Yeah. Amen. You know, people are saying, oh, when are we going to go back to normal? You know, I just want the normal back. And in reality, God <laughs> changed the normal so that we're never going to get back to that normal. Amen. We shouldn't yeah. desire to go back to the normal yeah. life. You know, Pastor was preaching on that a couple Sundays ago. I, I don't remember what Sunday, but one of his services, he said that, that we shouldn't desire the old normal. Mm-hmm. You know, God has caused this to happen to stir us up so that we can get on fire. Yeah. You know, we can give that hope of yeah. Christ mm-hmm. so that we can have a new normal. You know, a normal where God is more, we're more in tune with God. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, with the whole COVID-19 going on, I think it's... um. In a, in a way, it's really brought my family together. Even though we can't really go see each other because you know you don't know who you're in contact with or anything like that, but um, I think it's really brought my my brothers and sisters together in the sense that you know we're we're there for each other and we gotta um, love each other more. And and but um, most importantly, you know that they're they want to know they want to know who God is. They wanna they want to seek Christ and and they want His blessings. You know, and they want to be able to to um, worship him you know because um you know at the end of the day without him we're nothing we're we don't have power we, we don't have nothing without christ you know so um i think that's a that's something good that came out of out of this pandemic for 
from my family. Amen. Yeah, and, and in the beginning when we got shut down and just not having work, being put off of work for a while and, and just having all this time on our hands and, and you know, it, it was easy to get up and like turn on the TV and just like spend your day watching movies or, you know, and we had some days like that and until we had to refocus, like this is not what this is for. Like we had to take this serious and, and get in our word and start praying and change things up because this is, this is what we're supposed to be doing. And before there's nothing but distractions and, and now this opened our eyes to if, when the sports come back and the movies come back, like we know those things are not important. Those could be gone, you know? And I, it opened my eyes in a sense also, you know, like um, to honor my pastor and to, you know, um, to always check on him and pray for him because, you know, at, when, when, when everything's shut down, it's kind of like, you know, we're not going to church for a while and it's kind of like, oh, finally we get a, we get a break, you know, like we get a break from service for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, but you know how to check myself, like, like, why should we get a break? You know, our pastor doesn't get a break. He, he still has to answer to people. He still has to, you know, make decisions and, and those hard decisions, like people aren't going to agree with him. So, you know, when this, you know, God had to check me and say, hey, you know, like, continue to pray for your pastor, you know, uplift him and, and honor him because, you know, that takes, that takes a, a toll on him, on him and his, on his wife, you know. So I think um, it's important for us to, to pray for him and the rest of our pastors as well. And, and it, it brings me back. I know we had a FaceTime conversation with some of the guys, and it, when Stephen was saying that, it just brought me back to that conversation. And in the book of Luke, when Jesus tells them that I'm about my father's business and Jesus didn't have any, Jesus didn't take no days off, you know? So, so for us, why, why do we have a day off? Why do we have time off? Like, mm -hmm. why can we say, I'm going to watch TV instead of pray or instead of read? Mm -hmm. So there's no excuses. And we had so much time on our hands and some of it was wasted. And I'm uh, just thankful that he opened our eyes. Amen. Amen. You know, many times, as believers, we're like, oh, if only we had this time, you know, then I'd give it to you, God. Like, oh, I, if only I didn't work this day, then I would have prayed more, God, but I have to work. And yeah. making all these excuses, right, to not serve God, yeah. or I'll miss this Sunday, God, you know, but it's because I have to work, you yeah. understand? Mm -hmm. And now that God's stripped away all of our distractions, give us all the time where are we? You know, where's that prayer that you said you were going to give God? Yeah. You know, where's yeah. that time you said you were going to give him? Where's the, the service you said you were going to attend? Amen. You know, now that some churches are open, taking precautions, are you going? You know, are you making the effort? Are you being cautious about it? Amen. You know, are you giving God what you told him you were going to give him before the pandemic? And now that you have all the time, you know, you're like, oh, I'm bored already. You know, I... I wake up and I don't know what to do. Pray. And sad, Did you say that? Yeah, sadly, you know, that was, you know, the answer for us was that we didn't do that. We didn't do all the things that we said we were going to do. If only we had the time, you know, if, if only we were off of work or I had, the, you know, if this wasn't, if the game wasn't on, then, then I'd come and study. And, you know, I think we're all guilty of that. You know, I had a couple months off, you know, just kind of, you know, trying to, um, while I was watching TV and watching movies and watching Netflix and, and not worried about God. But, you know, at the end of the day, God has, you know, um, 
got our attention, you know? So now what do we do with this with this pandemic that's going on still? Because this, like you said, it's it's not going to go back to normal. This is the new normal. And um, Christ is showing that he's in power. So what do, what do we do with that time now? Are we getting in prayer? Are we... Are we praising God or are we worshiping and are we calling our brothers and sisters and tell them that we're praying for them and, and check on them and, and those type of things? You know, have Bible study over the phone, FaceTime. We have all these technology now. What are we doing with it? You know, we have these nice phones, expensive phones or laptops. What are we going to do with it? Are we just going to watch Netflix on there or are we going to put it to use and, and check on them and, and have Bible study and, and, you know, those type of things? Go ahead, Abel. If you have more Amen. questions. Amen. And to add on, you know, what you guys were saying earlier, um, what God was revealing to you guys um, through this pandemic, God also re revealed to me that this world is temporary. Amen. You know, the world, the world's going to fade away, and you see it. You know, with this pandemic, you see that one day, everything can be, one week, it'll be everything's normal. The next week, Everything's in chaos, you know, the economy's Amen. closed, the, the country's closed, nations are closed, trains, the world. planes, everything yeah. could just be gone, gone one day, the next day, you and, know, and but God's still the same. Yeah. And um, watching TV, like, constantly watching the news and stuff, that will make you go crazy. I, I had to tell my wife, too, like, turn that off. Like, when this all happened in the beginning, I, I turned everything off and, you know, once I turned the news, everything off, I felt fine. You know, I felt like nothing was going on around me. Yeah. But we had so much time, and and we started focusing on this virus so much. But now I just want to continue to move on from it and yeah. just Amen. continue to do what I'm supposed to do. Amen. And, you know, at, even at work, like, you know, everybody talks about it. You know, I'm tired of this virus. You know, I can't wait back to I can't wait to go back to the things we were doing before. And, you know, customers come up to you and, oh, how do you feel about this, you know? And it's you got to take that, that opportunity to tell them about Christ, you know? You can't just be like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm tired of it. Can't can't wait till sports come back on or, so, you know, those type of things. You know, you got to, you know, tell them, tell them the gospel. Tell them, you know, that that God is in control and that God, that Jesus died for us. And, and yeah, that there's hope, you know? And, and without Christ, as long as we get into prayer and, and worship him, you know, we will be okay, you know, as long as we have hope. So we, I think it's important to take, to take, you know, that opportunity to tell people. And um, you can't just leave it, you know, as a, as a negative thing, you, you know, so. Amen. Amen. Anything else you guys want to add on to it or? I think we covered a lot. Yeah. Amen. Praise God. And, you know, I just want to share with you guys, you know, this verse, Psalms 119, chapter 2. I mean, um, Psalms 119, verse 2, and it's, Blessed are those who keep his statutes and seek him with all their heart. And that's ultimately what I believe God's doing through this pandemic, through believers, to keep his statutes. You know, we, us as believers, we know the gospel. You know, we know mm -hmm. the truth. And to believers and non-believers, it's seek him with all their hearts, all your heart. You know, that goes for believers and non-believers. Mm -hmm. Because non-believers, when you seek him earnestly, when you seek him with all your heart, he's going to give you the answers that you desire. Amen. You know, God does, God's word doesn't return void. It Amen. never returns void. 
the wow. questions that we have in life is in the Bible. That's powerful. You know, I've learned that, like, everything that we've questioned in life, it's in the Bible. Yeah. Amen. You know, and we know that God's the one in control. And that's what I want want to let you guys know, that God's in control. Yeah, at the end of the day, he's in control. We can, we can try, like, everything we do, at the end of it, it doesn't matter. Like, we thought, like, going to work every day, working all these hours, watching sports, watching movies and all that, and it was gone so quick, and yeah. God gets the glory at the end of it. Yeah, we thought that everything, you know, that all those things were important, but they're really not. And, um, you know, we just want to encourage you guys to stay focused on Christ and just seek him and, um, you know, stay focused on the important thing, which is God. And, and um, yeah, we just want to encourage you guys. And um, I think we're going to wrap it up here for this episode. But um, we will be returning in, in, in uh, two weeks from now on Sunday. So if you guys just want to tune in and, um, and see what's going on. And, and this week we'll be, um, you know, posting on social media what we're going to speak about and what Christ puts on our heart and, and we'll go from there. And if we just want to um, close with yeah, a okay. word of I prayer. I close it in prayer. Yeah. We bow our heads. And Father God, we just come come to you humbly, Father God, and ask for forgiveness if we've done anything that was unpleasing to you, Father God, that we just continue to get in your word and know that you're in control through it all, Father God. There's no virus. There's no disease that can take our faith for you, Father God. And we just pray for our families, our pastors in this house, Father God. Continue to use them and give them wisdom. And and we just can thank you for another day, Father God. And touch the hearts of the people that are watching. Anybody that comes across this, Father God, that it be for your glory, Father God. You don't change the situation, Father God, but change our hearts in the situation, Father God. Let it Open our eyes. Let us see things different to seek you. Continue to seek you. Continue to have people run after you, Father God. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen.